Bhagavad Gita is a book of mankind's collected experience of and answers to life's most basic questions. Who I am? From where do I come? What is my purpose and destiny? And most practically, how do I find happiness? These podcasts originate in the lectures of Neil Bhatt, a disciple of Swami Chinmayananda. They are presented here in 20 to 30 minute segments, each covering three of the Gita's 701 verses. Welcome to Gita Wisdom for Daily Living. We had been discussing Chapter 2, Sankhya Yoga, Yoga of Knowledge. So far, we have seen that Bhagavan has given us the summary of Upanishads in a manner that we can understand. We have learned who we are at the core of our being, that we are immortal beings, but this body is perishable. Keeping that highest knowledge in mind, how one can work in this world, is the theme of the last few verses. We have discussed many times before that Bhagavad Gita divided in three parts. First portion talks about you, of that Mahavakya Tattvamasi. So we are talking about ourselves as individual beings, as an individual ego, the Jivatma. As this conditioned self, how can I transcend my conditioning and unite with my Supreme Self? Changing the identification without changing anything, how can I change the identification is the subject of this chapter. Last few verses from 47 onwards, Bhagavan laid out the framework for Karma Yoga. How one can transform our daily, day-to-day actions in karma yoga so we can transcend this identity with this limited self. That's a general goal of the last few verses. So we want to lay it out methodically, step by step, how to start. So the first thing is to start with an understanding that karmaniyeva adhikaraste in my power is just to act. That also in the present only. Actions are always in present. I must recognize that fact. Even after recognizing that fact, I shouldn't be burdened by the memories of my past or my aspirations for the future. Sanghatyaktva, by detaching yourself from all these concepts in my mind. So my world right now is made up of concepts created by my mind. Who I think myself is, is nothing but my concept. My concept which is made up of memories of my past, what I've accomplished, what I've experienced. I as an observer see that as myself and say that's me. Same thing goes for all my relationships with this world. How do I see a person? My observations and my memories of that person is my concept of that person. And that creates my relationship. The Bhagavan said, if you can overcome this mental concepts about yourself, about the world and the objects in this world, and act in this world without any influence of this mind which is going between whether this is right or that is right. 
And then if you act in this world, you will be very effective in transcending your own limitation. And that Bhagavan, using the Vedic language, called it yoga. Out of these six darshans, Bhagavan used the Sankhya to give us knowledge and then use yoga to give us the practical application. But he is restating all these terms and these techniques in a manner which is applicable. So Bhagavan defined the term yoga in a manner which we can understand. So first thing he said, Samatvam Yoga Uchyade. Yoga is equanimity of mind. When mind can remain steady in all happenings, then Bhagavan said you achieved yoga. You achieved that state of Samadhi described in Yoga Darshan. Samadhi, the word is made up of three letters, which is Sama Samyak. A means expanded, and D means Buddhi. And therefore, Bhagavan used the word Buddhi Yoga. Bhagavan is putting lots of emphasis on the word Buddhi. Because Buddhi, as part of this Antahakaran, as we have discussed, is the decisive factor. When my thinking entity in the state of decision, it is buddhi. The Bhagavan says, if you can keep that steady, that decision-making entity, then you are in buddhi yoga. First point he gave is, when you can control your mind in any situation, sukha, dukha, labha, labha, jaya, jaya, by just stating them, Bhagavan is acknowledging that they will be there. And you should acknowledge that they will be there, how you can keep your mind steady is what you need to learn. So Bhagavan said, keep your mind steady, keep your buddhi sharp and in decisive mode, and you will be in the state of yoga, you are in the state of samadhi. And then he took a step further and defined the yoga in the most practical term that we can understand, yoga karmasu kaushalam. By stating that yoga is dexterity in action, he did not qualify which type of actions. In other words, he included all the actions, sacred and secular, in one category. So rather than dividing your life into two pursuits, one is secular and another is sacred, we are going to fuse them all into one. It's just the one life which you have to live. And therefore, do not divide them into secular and sacred. But all actions should be performed with dexterity. And it is basically looking at backward and say, how can I become dexterous in actions? If my mind is not agitated, my buddhi is sharp, then my actions will be performed in the most efficient manner. So Bhagavan said, that is yoga. Continue doing what you are doing, but do not get attached to the past. Do not get too engaged in future. So what is happening, even when I am working in this present, that I am experiencing the results of my past. Those results are becoming the situations in my present. Bhagavan said, do not try to evaluate the situation, why I am in this situation. Once I can become completely devoid of those judgments about my own situation, I can deal with the cards I'm dealt with very efficiently. And they say, how I can make the best out of it? Karma jam buddhi falam tektva manishinaha. Those manishi, those wise people, whose buddhi has control over his mind, such a person 
will give up the karmajam phalam tyaktva. He gives up the anxiety for the fruits of actions. Janma bandha vinar muktaha. The result would be he becomes free of the bondage of birth. Padam gachanti anamayam. He achieves a state which is beyond all evil. Good and evil are concepts of my mind. I have divided this world into one I like and the part which I don't like. If my mind becomes detached, I will not see anything as good or evil. Therefore, he said, he gives up all sukrata duskrata. In a verse before, he said, he gives up right here, jahati iha, right here, he gives up all sukrata and duskrata. He stops judging about his own actions, whether this will bear me good results or this will bear me bad results. When I reach that stage, Bhagavan says, Yadati moha kalilam, buddhihi vyati tarishyati, tada gantasi nirvedam, srutavasya srutasyacha. This is a very interesting verse, which basically says that once your buddhi will cross this mire of delusion. The mire very swampy ground. Right now I am treading very, very soft ground. Sometimes I am in a firm ground where I am happy. Sometimes I am not in a firm ground to be happy. Sometimes I act in a proper manner. Sometimes I don't act in a proper manner. That's because sometimes my buddhi is in control of my mind and sometimes my mind is controlling my buddhi. He said, when I cross that mire of swampy ground of my mind and establish myself in the firm ground of my intellect, yadate moh kalilam buddhi vyati tarishyati, go beyond this swampy ground of my mind, which is telling me that my happiness lies somewhere else. My happiness lies in acquiring, accomplishing, going somewhere, coming back from somewhere. He said, all that when is quietened, Tada gantasi nirvedam srutavasya srutasya Then you will go beyond what is heard, what is yet to be heard. In other words, I will go beyond the experiences which I have in the past, and I also go beyond the experiences I anticipate in future. So here, as Swamiji explains, they, even though only sruta is used, which is heard and would yet to be heard, but it includes all my sense perceptions, all my experiences. So all my experiences in this world, my interaction with the world of objects and beings, when I put behind me those experiences which I have and those experiences I think I may have in future, he said, when I go beyond that, I start living completely in present. So Bhagavan has given us the path and then said, this is your goal. Your goal is to go beyond what experiences you have. Do not create concepts about this world and your relationship with this world from what your memory says, what it is. See it clearly in present and create your actions accordingly. In the next verse, say, Sruti vi pratipannate yadas thashyati nischala 
समाधव अचला बुद्धि ही तदा योगम वापसी फाइनल गोल इज टू अचीव द स्टेट ऑफ योगा वेर आई एम एस्टेब्लिस्ड इन माई सेल्फ आई एम नो मोर आइडेंटिफाइंग विद द कंडीशनिंग ऑफ द सेल्फ दैट द स्टेट ऑफ समाधि बुद्धि इज फॉर्मली एस्टेब्लिस्ड इन हुआ इन स्पाइट ऑफ श्रुति वी प्रतिपन्ना इन स्पाइट ऑफ दिस कन्फ्यूजन ऑफ वेरियस थिंग्स विच आई हर्ड वॉट यू हर्ड सो फॉर Now this verse is interpreted many different ways. He said that I may be confused by the various advices I'm getting from all over, even from the perspective of the darshan sastras. If I will learn one darshan sastra, it tells me something. The other one says something else. One says Atma exists. Other one says Atma does not exist. One says the goal is to achieve swarga. Other says no, no goal is to achieve moksha. even after hearing all this conflicting thoughts other way to look, even getting this conflicting ideas about where my happiness lies through my own experiences if i can keep my buddhi steady sthasyati nischala buddhi if in spite of all this contradictory information coming to me from this world outside and different advices i'm getting from so called advisors if i can keep my buddhi steady in other words you have to listen to your own buddhi your own buddhi should be your guide and not some written statement somewhere that this is what it is when i have my buddhi steady samadhav achala buddhi in spite of what the situation is in spite of what the advice is from other people in spite of what my mind says what is good for me there will be constant battle between your mind and your intellect your mind constantly gets new information new impressions from the world outside and it wants to recalibrate where my happiness is new iphone comes my old iphone will not make me happy anymore so when my buddhi is steady in spite of all this contradicting informations coming to me samadhav achala buddhi tada yogam avapsasi then you shall attain the state of yoga where you will not be tossed between this is right or that is right you know what is right you will be acting according to your own intellect and you shall achieve the state where you will be in a state of bliss we'll stop right here because from next verse onward bhagwan will start a new section om sarve bhavantu sukhina sarve santu niramayaha sarve bhadrani pashyantu ma kaschit dukha bhag bhave ओम शांति 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 हरि ओ श्री गुरुभ्यो नम हरि ओम